<laughs> who, who, um, so Pam still hasn't seen Dirty Dancing. I asked her last week. It's the 30th anniversary this week of Dirty Dancing. Yeah. So I asked Pam, I said, every time she sees me, she goes, every time I see you, I, I think I haven't watched it yet. I need to watch it. I thought, so the reason I know it's the 30th anniversary is because somebody with a handle about like the 80s greatness or something um, tweeted it. And then somebody in response um, created a meme about Melbourne and said, nobody puts Melbourne in the corner. <laughs> kind of oh, that's nice. I know. We're talking about the re-education of Pam or the education of Pam because of a convoluted story that I'm not sure I completely understand other than the bit about the young ones because I actually know who the young ones are. There you go. Um, and you might need to explain all of this because it's nonsense to even me. So uh, on Thursday, I had uh, my regular gynae list and I, I put a little picture up of my little friend that I always have drawn up ready to go, which is atropine. Yeah, um, that, that I'm familiar with. Yeah, so yeah. I always have atropine. There's some debate in the anaesthetic world whether you should draw up and have ready these emergency drugs or whether it's just a waste of money in the environment and whether you should just either use pre-filled syringes or not use it. So there's a bit of, bit of friendly banter you know, here and there about what drugs you should have. But when I do... So, my, and, mm. and I guess as a gynecologist who actually uses atropine not that infrequently, considering it's not a usual gynae drug, um, because often we do induce a vagal response. Yeah. So um, not it's not uncommon. They're young, fit, healthy women. They're having gynae procedures. And all of a sudden, there's two screens of asystole. Um, and of course, we ask our lovely surgeon to stop, which they do, and sometimes use atropine. But I like to just have it sitting there next to me, my little friend. I feel reassured, you know, don't at me. So that's what I said. So that was the tweet. And of course, everyone comes at me with, well, you shouldn't draw it up. Or um, I don't use atropine. I use glycopyrrolate, which is another drug that's used to speed up the heart rate, as I'm sure you're aware, um, but has this advantage that it doesn't cross the blood brain barrier. And that can be an advantage for older people. But of course, I don't kind of use it because for me, it's not fast enough. I just want something to work instantly when I'm in that like, oh my gosh, the heart rate's gone point of view. Um, Anyhow, so somebody says, there's a guy called Paul on Twitter who says, um, oh, well, atropine is like, um, actually, Little Medic said, what's the difference between, oh, he's not called Little Medic anymore because he's, um, he's a doctor in training. Um, I, he said, what's the difference between glycopyrrolate and atropine? And Paul says, well, atropine is like a dog. It's really active, it's fast, it does what it should, it doesn't muck around, and glycopyrrolate's like a cat, kind of lazy You'll ask it to do something, it'll stretch, look at you, maybe it'll do something or maybe it won't. And so I said, oh, well, actually, glycopyrrolate is like Neil from The Young Ones. And that's when we had our little generational problem because no one's, that stimulated a whole bunch of people to Google oh what The Young Ones were uh, because they don't know what The Young Ones are. And then this, you know, it's just reminding yeah. me of the time Cindy Lauper came to Wollongong and I was filling up my car with petrol and I said to the petrol attendant, oh my God, Cindy Lauper's coming to Wollongong and I've got tickets. And they're like, uh, sorry, who? No, they did not. They did. I like, oh, I can sorry, find a line about Dirty Dancing from Pam and I can buy it about people not knowing the young ones because I actually think the young ones was a niche punk thing even back then. 
Um, but I don't buy that someone did not know who Cindy Lauper was. Like Cindy Lauper is still huge, or is that just in my head? She is, you know, she came to Wollongong and I was in about the fifth row. And I tell you, she sang time after time to me. Like, forget everybody else. It was a it's how you got, I mean, like, I remember the story about how you saw Lenny Kravitz in um, Wollongong <laughs> and then nine months later you were pregnant. Is this a similar story? Yeah, I wasn't pregnant after Cindy Lauper right. sang to me. No. Right. <laughs> right. No, so, so have you had that back where you've been in, in theatre or at work and there's this sort of, like, generational thing where people don't know what you're on about, the cultural references? Um. Look, the most common thing is, um, and this is a little out there because it's not necessarily cultural but an age thing, is that um, to explain the new cervical screening test versus the old pap smear, I use the example of the old telephone versus a new smartphone. And so I use, you know, the example of the phone that you have to dial each time. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, there are a lot of 20 and and early 30-year-olds that have never seen a phone like that. Oh, they've never used a dial, a little round dial. You put no. your finger in the hole, turn it all the way around, yeah, wait yeah, for yeah. it to go back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then so another, I like, all the way around, wait till it goes back. Yeah, yeah. because, you know, makes a call, receives a call. There, weren't, there was no electricity. There's no, you know, like, no memory, yeah. no nothing. Like, that's all it did. That's yeah. pap smear because the pap smear is super basic, last century, that's all it does. You know, yes. the cervical screening test is the smartphone. That's how I talk about it. But, but it only works if you know what the first phone was. <laughs> Otherwise, people look at me like, who the fuck is this old woman? <laughs> These 25-year-olds are going, can we please have not a dinosaur teaching us, please? It works really well. And, I, well, it's okay because I just shift the analogy. So we just talk about, uh, the, you know, the other, the home phone. And it still, you know, it still works. It's a lot just, of people don't have home phones now. Well, you know what I mean. Like, I mean, there's I'm at work and there's a desk phone there. So, we, <laughs> you know. We, well, you're at work. There's a fax, obviously. <laughs> yeah. There's a fax and a pager. But most people don't know what a fax is. <laughs> well, hospitals still using faxes. When did we get so oh. old? Did the pandemic do this to us or were we old before? I think, I think we were old before. <laughs> Anyway, I don't know, and definitely we're no longer the young ones. And I think we are not the young ones. That closes off this nonsense episode right there. Oh, jeez.